This is not a military takeover. Stand by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armitage. Fiona, hello.
That was Pretty Boy Floyd, the Canadian band. And not to be confused with the LA group of the same name. And welcome to the show. And this is Faith No More and their second version of We Care A Lot.
believe the Canadian Pretty Boy Floyd technically had more of a claim to the name than the LA-based band as uh, they owned the rights, but the American group had filed for the American trademark. Then it sort of got hazy when the LA Pretty Boy Floyd signed to MCA, who then had more of a financial clout and backing. Even Crank got the band's pictures mixed up by publishing a photo of the Canadians instead of the Americans when announcing the MCA deal. Talking of announcements, Tiger Tales revealed their new singer in the shape and form of Ashley Edson, whose vocal cords have been put to good use in Southampton-based band PowerQuest. Uh, the new lineup that includes founder and original member Jay Pepper, along with the aforementioned Ashley Edson, Matthew Blackout and Bertie Burton have, it seems, recorded a selection of new songs. One is a re-recording of the Berserk-era song Sick Sex. Some comments on the socials question the point of the newer version of the song, but to be fair, the band when introducing Kim Hooker, re-recorded Living Without You, and again, Fall in Love Again was the first material from the Pepper, Fincham, Millis and Wild lineup uh, that was on the band's debut. I mean, it's a good way for fans to get used to a new member with an instantly recognisable tune.
Tiger Tail's first gig of 2023 is on the 3rd of June at the Underworld in Camden. I know it's a while away, as it feels like summer has only just finished, but I would hazard a guess it'll coincide with the as-yet-untitled new album. Yeah, I have a correction to make. Last week, I said that I believed that Billy Duncanson, now of the Godfathers, drummed on the Dorellas' last album, Something's Got to Give, before Steve Granger took over Stick Duties. Billy drums on only two tracks that are Inner City Rock and Roll and Soho Hotel. Thank you, Timmy, for one, correcting me, and two, for listening in. As I'm in re-recording mode, this is Chelsea that has Steve Granger on drums. And from Evacuate Revisited, this is Evacuate.
Obviously, we'll be playing the Prince Albert on the 10th of March down in Bryan and a day later at the Walter Rats in London, where Menace will be supporting. Talking of Menace, and it's not in regards to drummer Simon Edwards for a change, but last Saturday, I ventured uptown by car, train strike, with fellow DJ Peter Fox, who fortunately lives up the road from me, to see Johnny Mopeds much delayed due to COVID 100 Club gig. First band on were the London Sewage Company, who, due to traffic, I missed 99.9% of their set. Basically, Tom Katz, I just saw Noel, frontman with Menace, getting up from behind the kit. Up next was the Mighty Witch Doctors that, on any other occasion, should and would be headlining. I mean, the band have the songs. And the band have a frontman that is Planet Andy. The Witch Doctors are a well-oiled machine. They are in the throes of recording new material. I played a, the live version of Before the War, recorded at the Hope and Anchor back in April. But it is such a standout track that I'm going to air last Friday's recording of it.
kinds of calling out there. The price were on next, and to be honest, our paths hadn't crossed until last Friday. Obviously, I had heard of guitarist Lee Hegarty, who normally can be found in, as you well know, the Ruts DC and Wingman. Turns out the band originally got together in the late 80s, only managing to release a 12-inch mini-album, a couple of singles, before splitting on the strength of their set, as it was rather good, with original drummer Mick Francis losing his walking stick and taking over from current drummer Paul Molyneux for a few tracks. I hope I got that round the right way. I sought out their compilation that collates the 12-inch of uh, The Table of Uncles, apart from the Buzzcocks, You Say You Don't Love Me, but don't quote me on that, and the singles and, I believe, previously unreleased material. Again, don't hold me to that. Uh, This all came out earlier this year. As much as the compilation is a great snapshot of a period of time, live in 2022, the price are so much better live than on record. And I mean that with the greatest respect. However, for me, they should have been on before the Witch Doctors, but hey, what do I know? From the gig, this is Cover Up. Enjoy.
Johnny Moped are a Marmite band. Or, as it is the season, a Brussels sprout band. There's no in-between. You either get them and love them or wonder what the heck is going on and why Johnny Moped, the man, is so revered in certain quarters. The current lineup certainly have upped their game over recent years. And instead of relying on you know, the nostalgic numbers, they include great swathes of newer material in their set that receives just as much applause as anything from Psychedelic. However, the classics are reworked to a modern standard. Panic Button is played at a breakneck speed that you would think would vocally trip Johnny up, but it doesn't. When Wee Wee was written, uh, it was about the politicians at the time. Harold Wilson and Hedward Heath make me feel like a piece of cake. Margaret Thatcher and all of you are the first lines. Pre-COVID, and the lyrics were changed to reflect the then current prominent members of Parliament. As Johnny pointed out, there has been a fast turnover, with Toad seemingly weakly having to refine the lyrics. At the moment, it's Rishi Sunak and Jeremy Hunt make me feel like a piece of cake, Keir Starmer and all of you. I think the band missed a trick here, as it could have been Rishi Sunak and Jeremy Hunt make me feel like a right... to part one of a new segmentation called The Gigs I Should Have Attended This Week But Didn't. Up first are the professionals who played at the 229 Club on Monday. Unfortunately, as I get up at 4.30 in the morning, gigs on a school night are a thing of the past. Uh, for those of who went, they said it was a great gig. Well, I'd expect nothing less. With the added bonus of Glenn Matlock and Billy Duffy joining the band on stage for a few numbers. Whilst trying to select a song of theirs to play you, I was mulling over whether it should be a Jones classic or a Spencer, soon to be classic. As you know, I love a demo. So I thought I'd go with Jonesy and the demo to The Magnificent. (laughs) 
this isn't going to happen. But imagine at the Generation Sex Crystal Palace gig for the last song through the dim lights you make out. Glenn Matlock, who's on later with Blondie, taking over bass from Tony James before the strains of bodies blast through the PA. But instead of Billy Idol, John Lydon struts out and the place goes wild. we were in demo mode i got this seven inch single of eddie and the hot rods gardens of the legacy the mp3s of which i aired on episode 844 in january 
I said at the time that the new album, also called Guardians of the Legacy, was due to be released in October, as in two months ago, on the third anniversary of vocalist Barry Masters' death, with no sign of said record. I messaged Basher Bowley, who put his hot rod sticks down, to pick up Barry's mic to find out what the score was. Turns out that hopefully the album will be hitting the real and virtual record shops in April. They have two US labels releasing it, one doing all the digital with the other releasing vinyl. On the B-side of the Guardian single is a demo of Secret Smile, with the finished version ending up on the aforementioned album. In the meantime, is said demo. Another place, a thousand faces. should have attended but didn't was the following day at the Water Rats that boasted Slider Smith and the Oblivion Kids. The squirrels went and reported back this afternoon. Said reports were glowing. However, the squirrel was aghast 
that the Hanoi Rocks tune that should never be spoken about that is relevant to this time of year was played live. I definitely wish I'd gone, as it would have been part of this week's Covers Corner. That isn't going to happen this week as uh, I've run out of time. Sadly, there isn't even going to be a second hour either. I just couldn't get myself together this week. My get up and go got up and went. Seriously, Barton has been at his wit's end with my lack of musical motivation. Having said that, though, as you know, music is a great cure all with the latest episode of Steve Vincent's Mystery City, The Perfect Remedy. He played all the great glam punk and roll tunes I wanted to hear. Yeah, but couldn't be bothered to hear myself. So as we wind down, I have started to feel a lot chipper and dandy. Anyway, I'm done.
clearly I'm not really done. That was just the title of the Just Heard, Slider Smith and the Oblivion Kids tune. Earlier on today's show, I played some re-recorded songs courtesy of Faith No More and Tiger Tales. If I had my wits together, I would have also played a track from the new Demons album, Rock and Roll with the Punches. As part, as apart from one song that'll be open brackets, I don't want, close brackets, no part of it. It's old songs re-recorded and a mighty fine job they have done of it as well. This is Blackboard that now features from the hit priests, Nathan Von Cruz and Lee Love.
The Hit Priests have announced a whole bunch of live dates to promote their up-and-coming new album, Road in House Blues. I hope I pronounced that right for you, Lee. Starting in February and running right into May. I'll be seeing them down in Brighton on the 25th of May and uh, not a day later in London as the 26th is Mrs A's birthday. Until next week, take it easy. This episode of the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show was produced by Bart and Stacey, engineered by Fenny Bridges and was hosted by Armitage Schmidt and was a Watts' Lodge production. (laughs) 